Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Well, hey guys, welcome back. We are super excited to be able to introduce an amazing company, and their background is absolutely killer. They've got such a long story, and we're going to be focusing on mainly on uh, a product that they create. Yeah. And that's in the HHC world. Which is really interesting, yeah. um, because HHC is a compound that, until we tried these Windy Janes... Yeah. I hadn't actually broken into HHC, have you? No, no. I popped my cherry with this one, definitely. This yeah. was uh, it was really good. So we want to be able to introduce. I want you guys to introduce yourselves, actually. So, yeah, I'm I'm Abolash, Abolash Sharma, a chemical engineer. Uh, our company's PME by design. Um, we're an engineering consulting service company. We kind of have been in the cannabis space, at least Mark and I have, for about almost ten years, uh, at least. Uh, in and out of all the different states where it's legal, illegal, kind of playing all the different spaces. And, you know, we're just kind of trying to push the industry forward with a cleaner, better product and bringing it into a more professional world, which you guys definitely understand needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm Mark Jolly. Uh, I tell everybody I'm a farm boy from Idaho. I did grow up just south of Pocatello up there in Idaho and uh, joined the military at a young age and Spent my life in engineering and getting an MBA and building factories all over the world. So I've does, had... does Idaho know you're out here telling people that you helped? It's with pretty cannabis? legal there. <laughs> <laughs> I think by proxy they're going to arrest you. Yeah. Well, I I haven't applied for the application yet, but I got 700 acres that's aching for it. So oh, there you go. Well, uh, it is. So they, cool. they finally opened it up for grow up there in Idaho, and they're trying to figure it out for hemp. For him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. I was D- like, didn't want to make what? you. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, Idaho's a little slower behind that, but I mean that's. Yeah. I think maybe because of the the recent boom of growth there, that would definitely be appealing to them. Yeah. Their infrastructure can't handle that. There's no infrastructure. I mean, and mm-hmm. the the hemp side of this this industry has struggled because you know so many farmers got into it. The the yields were huge, and then. A lot of guys didn't know what they were doing, and then it crashed, and you guys have seen it. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. so many hundreds of millions of dollars wasted on trying to get into something that people didn't understand, and they didn't yeah. know, because we, you know, as Americans, we have such a short memory, and we quit studying it in the 60s, and look where it's got us. You know, we're behind the eight ball as far as science. And Oh, yeah. Well, because before then it was required, like hemp's been grown anyway. And f- when we first founded the country, it was oh, required forever. to grow hemp. Yeah. Like, so it's ridiculous that we are so behind the times with such a base. Like, there's a lot to this plant, let's yes. be honest. But at the same time, it is such simple, basic things that it's, you know, we, we should know better. It's an amazing plant on all sides, right? Yeah. And, and we're scratching the surface. Whether you're talking, you know, the the good stuff or the hemp stuff, both of it, we're we're still just scratching the surface. And, oh yeah. Uh, well, we, how many compounds have we discovered at this point? Uh, it's like 180. Several hundred. Yeah, not that many. Many. And what got you guys to choose HHC as your compound? It's very uh, scientific was actually our founding because we started off with Delta A. Well, we started off with CBD and we were both very focused on kind of bringing this industry into a place where it can help people with the opioid crisis and with their pain management. And I mean, we all know cannabis is the best for pain management. CBD is not as good as THC, but people don't really want to get high all the time. You want to kind of wake up in the morning, take something and go to work. And a lot well, of I don't know about can. that. Yeah, I I mean, well, this guy. I'm not high. I wake up and I have chronic pain, but for me, I wake up and I puff on a pen. I set up the Zenco. I'm like taking a dab or I go smoke a bowl. Right. But then I sit down and work. Like that's how I function. Right. I I completely understand that. It's and that's why we're kind of looking at the other side of the spectrum, where it's kind of soccer moms and people with like you know who have to take their kids from daycare. Everyone else who doesn't have chronic pain and still wants to function. Exactly. (laughs) Or or the people that are scared to death. I mean, you know, when when I got into it down in California, these huge facilities. I mean, there were so many people that I knew that had pain, 
but would never walk into a dispensary because they're yeah. scared. They're like, what do I do? What do I buy? What, what, what's good? What is sativa? It's so overwhelming. What, you know, yeah. And the education is pathetic. And then, you know, the professionalism of our industry was lacking and probably still is lacking in the science and in the engineering and in the development of taking it to that level where, where Wendy, the gal that we named this brand after, would actually go in. She, she would never go into a store, never go into a place because that was just taboo. And yeah. now she takes one every day because she sleeps amazing, you know, because she does that. And, you know, that and, and the opioid crisis was a big deal. Um, yeah, know, I mean, so many kids' lives got destroyed. And, and we, we were on the, on the THC side, right? We've built a lot of THC equipment and facilities for people. And we just said, you know, can we do this better? Can we give people pain relief and maybe give them more of a body high than a head high? And so we started to look at, you know, more of more and more of the science, which he's amazing at. This kid can make, we can make any of them. We can do all of them, but he's really good at uh, making it very, very, very clean. So I'm, I will say that in the flavor in that, I don't taste any. Yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to say because I, at all. you know, my wife is, um, she's very judgmental on anything that. that very we, sensitive with the flavors. Yeah, yeah. flavors. I mean, it, you know, we understand it's plant and plant medicine. There was this one CBD that we took and it's like super potent, very organic. And it's the, awesome. It's made One of the best CBDs I've ever medicine. tried. But it tastes like ass. It's it so bad. tastes like medicine. <laughs> yeah. It's not a. And they mix some stuff in there to try and make it taste better, but it just made it worse. And you're like, oh, oh, and it's like waves of awfulness. But this, I tell you, I, when I ate it, I was like, that's surprisingly really good. And and I judge these really hard. Like, there's there's one brand that I really enjoy. They make a really strong THC edible. And they're based out of Oregon. Great company, Wild. Uh, yeah, I know them well. Yeah, we yeah. actually know their founder, Christopher Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 I I met him. That that's actually kind of how this got started. Was I was a partner with a podcasting <laughs> oh, agency, oh, and uh, they're like, we need to get a cannabis podcast. And I reached out to every, and they're like, yeah, it sounds cool, but it's not really for my brand, and it couldn't be. So we were yeah. sitting after a couple of years, and we we're like, you know, what, let's just take this idea that that we that I came up with, and then. Let's craft it. Let's make it better. Well, it made more sense for us. Yeah, but not than for them. A brand, right? Because to go, hey, this is for end user, end user focus. No brand is going to focus on anything fairly. Well, and you're just talking about yourself the whole without time, it being exactly. their brand, which and so sucks. It's like, and that's not education. We need objective kind of yeah. truths about this yeah. industry. Which not going. This is wonderful. Like I love their flavors. Right. I really do, and. I have yet to try and find a flavor that is just as good. And these ones are even better because theirs are, I mean, yeah, it's made out of fruit pulp and, you know, the shelf life has got to be really short on those. And they're, they're very tasty, but these ones were so, so good. My wife had them and I'll tell you what she had. So she felt it in her back for a while, but she was kind of relaxed and went to sleep. So I'm thinking, oh, it's super mild. Brandon, you ate how many the first time? Two. Too. But and, I also had a lot of other cannabinoids in me. Right. And my dose. I, I honestly wasn't sure if I felt it. Yeah. So so for me though, we my wife and I was last Saturday and we went we went shopping. It was date night. You know, we went we went food shopping because that's what yeah. we do with five kids. And so we get out there and I, I pop this, I'm like, I'm gonna see what happens. Cause I just got done smoking earlier in the day. And I was like, I'm pretty mellowed out, took a bunch of CBD, and I'm like, I'm going to level this out to base, and I'm going to go out and experience this. And I remember you saying, like, you're going to feel it in the body. I felt it all over my entire body, I, my head, my, my toes, and it progressively got stronger, but not in the sense of unmanageable. It was waves of happiness. That's the best way to be able to, because I my, my have uh, arthritis in my hands. Right. And, and, you know, congratulations for my dad, right? Thanks for passing that gene. But I didn't get any of the pain. And I've got a bad ACL. It's all torn and meniscus is just junk and it hurts all the time. I didn't feel that either. 
after one. And the the thing That's is, impressive. I'm I'm a I'm a pretty consistent milligrams. user. Yeah, yeah, I, I use every day, and uh, whether it's flour or concentrate, I use that. And you were saying like, hey, you might need to take two. So I tell Brandon, hey, you may need to take five. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're the same way. Uh, okay. nice. We actually have a 25 milligram version as well for people like yeah. us with a higher dosage limit. Yeah. Well, I took six. I took three about an hour before we started recording. And then I took the remaining three that were in the package mm -hmm. just, you know, at the beginning. So Yeah, but it's so, I, I, I love the consistency and the feel. And that's kind of what I really wanted to talk to you guys about is take us through that because synthetics we were not very well i'm not a big fan of synthetics to i'm, be, I'm not to either. be honest because m most of it came from our delta 8 experiences yeah we got some really Which, shitty delta 8 as everyone knows is like just degrading or trying to alter the cbd compound and turn it into the delta 9 yeah it's cannabis light and they're getting yeah to delta 8 now, well, isn't it's, it's part of the problem, right? Part of the part of the problem is some of these companies have zero science, right? We've we really what we do is build factories. That's really what we've done. That's all I've done all my life. I've built factories in China and Vietnam and Mexico, in Portugal. I spent four years and I build these factories for different products, but it's all science based. You know, engineering is very black and white. Chemical engineering is very black and white. Our, this industry has suffered from the lack thereof. And I can't tell you how many factories we go in and we say, where's your engineer? Where's your lead scientist? And they don't have the one. guy's got a high school degree. He's been smoking his whole life. You know, he worked on a, you know, a distillation column someplace. And we're like, you don't even understand what the temperature range is. You don't understand anything about vacuum. You don't understand anything about purity. And, you know, to be clear, like, that's fine in a small lab, but these guys are running, like, $50 million facilities. Like, it's not yeah, proportional. That's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. We, we went to a huge one You'd over in Florida, yeah. and I, I literally was scared because the safety factor of walking through that factory was sketchy. Are there companies that you can stare us away from in that range well for or... me personally like for my parents for example all these alternative cannabinoids my mom suffers from from uh, i guess insomnia she has a lot of issues sleeping and i told her try some delta 8 try some hhc and we weren't producing it at that point and i honestly told her why, why don't you wait until we make it because i don't feel comfortable with her going to a gas station and buying oh, no. something random yeah and i i don't know about any online company because as i'm sure you guys know the coas are not representative of the stuff you're buying no it's a batch from two years ago and there's yeah. no way it's in the card it smells different it tastes different yeah. it's just madness and it's terrible i mean well, i wouldn't say nobody else is doing it right but i'm very hesitant about the people i care about to tell them just take it easy maybe go to a dispensary or let me get something to you something what, that one I of your made. podcasts the guy was i can't remember maybe it was chris one of them he's like well if you smell it and it smells good or you know trust your instincts yeah well when you take that gummy or that edible and it tastes like ass something's wrong yeah you know some scientist or didn't formulate right. yeah didn't know what he was doing you know at all and this industry is completely packed full of them you know some of them are awesome companies and a couple here in utah are absolutely amazing and and they're you know but we need to go to cgmp we need to have standards and requirements and yeah very high bar if we yep. ever want to see this go to the next level you know, that's well, how you get consumer level quality, right? And like, actually, make sure that your products are good for your consumer versus just going, "Hey, we're people who have used cannabis our whole life, and I've made an edible, and I got my friends high, and so let's like, yeah, I can do this." And it's well, really that... a huge safety concern. I'm sure you guys remember the vitamin E acetate issue yep. that came out in California. There's going to be another one. We still have no signs here all over. And it'll say, like, they're all over the stores. You'll see them on the doors as you go in. It'll be like, vaping unregulated THC is bad for your health mm -hmm. yeah. because of that vitamin E stuff that they had in it. And it was like, how many of those or heavy metals or other things are you finding across that? Because there isn't the standard regulation. There's not this, like, across-the-board level of quality right. that we have. And a lot of the guys jump into the industry both sides, right, and say, well, it's a good business opportunity. So we're going to yeah. throw money at it. We've seen factories that were $150 million. They couldn't produce a ding thing. So they call us and say, come help us. 
we go look at it and we're like, where's your science? Where's your, mm-hmm. you know, you show us the, and nothing. They don't and have these recipes. Are they don't huge, have these are, these are yeah. big, big companies here in the U.S. Well, we see it all the time. Products. It's because people come in and they think, well, cannabis is a money market. Mm-hmm. You just have to have the money and make it and you'll make tons of money. But yet you go into it and it's like, okay, but you don't realize how much science goes into it. I invested in a grow and brought Jesse in to be the CEO because the founder was... He didn't know. I mean, it, it he goes didn't into know say... He didn't know. It, it, most of these cannabis companies, from what I've understood, because before I had that kind of illusion that the cannabis industry was so regulated because from when I was growing up, it was yeah. like, hey, I got a guy who's got a contact yeah. to when it starts becoming more mainstream and he picked me up a pen and I'm thinking like, cool. I, I mean, I had not used cannabis for like 10 years before he brought it back into my life. And I'm like, okay, well, this must be super regulated. This is cool. It's in a, it's in an actual device. Yeah. This looks cool. This is neat. And what I find out is labels. Right. I mean, you it know? came from a pharmacist, like an actual yeah, dispensary. It came a dispensary. But, but even there's then. still the level of qualities that you see across there. Well, it's if you take it from there and it goes to where it's being run by individuals who have no idea how to run a business. Right. And so or it's. business people who know absolutely nothing about cannabis. Exactly. Or manufacturing. Right? Yeah. Right. And really a lot of the issue comes in the the. I mean, the lack of regulations is an issue on manufacturing, but the testing is also kind of atrocious. You, yeah. you can't yeah. trust COAs. I, I worked in a lot of Well, the testing companies that I provide mean, it. They, they like lie. It's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. We have and people so they're come like, to us and say, change the numbers for us. Yeah. It's and they're like, hey, or we'll just send it out to another one because yeah. we know they'll test it. And, get, and you're <laughs> like, test it for what they want, right? Yeah. Or, and then the cannabis, we call it the cannabis tax. We laugh at it all the time. Yeah. I mean, the plant that just evaporated over in Oregon. $150 million, right? And you, you see these guys go down to Vegas to the show and they walk in and they just start buying equipment. Oh, we'll take one of those and one of those. They have no idea what they're buying. How they go spend 150. We've built, I don't know, three or four facilities that could outproduce that facility. $150 million facility, you know, produce less than 2,000 kilos a month. We can do 3,000 kilos a month for less than 5 million bucks. That's because you know because what you're doing. we understand that this column is used in the pharmaceutical industry, and if you buy it over here in the pharmaceutical industry, it works better. It's the exact same thing, but it doesn't come with that cannabis tax of three times the amount of money. Yeah, I mean, some of these equipment guys are just oh my gosh, it's well, so it's it's multifaceted, right? We have people that don't understand these machines. They look at them and go, so. The synthetics where we started, you saying you kind of got a bad rep. Of course you do, because the synthetic is based on the base ingredient. If I can't get good CBD, how can I make anything good out of it? You know, if the plant sucks and it smells like dog, it's going to suck on the other end. Oh, yeah. You know, so there's a massive difference, even in um, quality of grows here that I've seen just on hemp. makes a huge difference and you're like okay down to soil and everything else that they're doing and you can see a massive difference in the like the end crop and then you kind of look at it like i i look at and and there are going to be people who are listening to this they're going to go like dude you're shitting on my industry and i totally am because the cannabis industry resembles a lot of the solar industry they're taking, they oh, no, think they it's just... Vivint bros? <laughs> well, I mean, not by that, meaning <laughs> that they're taking advantage of a system to be able to produce money for themselves, but not by being able to produce a high quality product. Yeah. yeah. And when they're putting it out there with the misconception that it's going to be better, it's going to be healthier, it's going to be more in align with you, with your moral standards when we're talking about any synthetics compared to a THC, because that's where a lot of, there's a gray area for those oh, who yeah. are hyper-religious or, or whatever it may be. They're like, hey, though, I can't take that. You know, I can't smoke the devil's lettuce. Cool. How about this gummy? Yep. What does it do? Is it helps with pain? Okay. Because yeah. it, it's... Why do you think that we went that direction? Exactly. Because yeah. it, it is, and we love this industry, okay? We love it on all aspects. We also hate it because... We need more engineers and scientists. Yeah. We need yeah. more education and we need higher standards. You know, if you build great products, it'll come. And 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 we we do a lot of building for other people because we're not 
a big company, but we end up helping all the big companies. We, you know, we fly all over the place to go solve these problems because we want the industry to be picked yeah. up. You well, know? we want them to be consistent because there's not enough consistent cannabis brands that are out there that you can say is a brand. Right. It's not even uh, oh, the yeah. different brands, but within the brand itself. Exactly. A lot of these companies, you can't go and buy the same gummy two months later and get the same effect from nope. it. Nope. And that's a problem when you're when you're using it for medicine. Like you don't, yeah. you expect to take two multivitamins a day, not one yeah. and a half one day. Well, how often has day. aspirin changed their formula? Right. Exactly. Like if you're going to it for a medication, why the fuck is the formula changing? Keep yeah. your same formula. Yeah. Yep. The molecule is the molecule. Yeah. Right? Change it to another one if you're like, cool. Well, this one's for this. Okay, cool. Keep this formula for this find a different formula for something else and go for that for that and it is very nuanced with cannabis as you guys know because of the terpenes and the entourage effect yeah. there's a it's a, almost oh, yeah. impossible to replicate it but that's kind of why we took the step back and rather than saying let's make a great cannabis product that we can use to help people we are going to take a compound which we know works like advil like ibuprofen and put that in a delivery mechanism that people are comfortable using so we found found the best compound really it's not hhc it's a it's one of the compounds that the Israeli University that studies built. So take it's us through that. Like, take yeah. us through your compound. What, what, how do you guys, what, what, what is HHC? So let's kind of let's educate our audience on that one. What is HHC? And take us through the compound of why, why you felt that you guys have been able to create something that's quite remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. So HHC is hexahydrocannabinol. It's uh, uh, just another cannabinoid like delta eight, delta nine, delta ten, all the ones you guys have heard about. Um, it's made from CBD, so it's one of these semi-synthetic or synthetic cannabinoids like Delta-8, but um, it's kind of further down the process line. So from a production standpoint, you isomerize CBD to turn it into Delta-8, and then you hydrogenate Delta-8 to turn it into HHC. So it's a similar process that they do, and it's actually how you make margarine. It's a part of the process for making diesel. It's very common chemical processing, but getting it to that high purity and high scale, of course, takes a lot of kind of meticulous R&D process design, equipment design, and that's what we focused on in the past year. So we knew the compound exists, right? This was isolated in the 70s. Yeah. It's nothing magical here. But yeah. getting it out of the comp out of the plant, out of super high purity, uh, where we, we wouldn't say it's pharma grade, but it's almost at the level where you can trust it to be exactly that compound and nothing else. It's 99% HHC that we put in there. Uh, getting it to that level and getting that kind of confidence just took a lot of R&D. So we have an in-house lab. We have kind of our own HPLC benchtop systems. And That's I've cool. done a lot of academic research in the past, so I feel super comfortable just kind of diving in and figuring that out. And then once we got to the point where we got our 99%, figured out our formula, did all of the testing, we went to an NMR lab and identified all the compounds we didn't know, figured out getting all the heavy metals out. It was very, very uh, methodological to be sure the final product is pure and safe. And then I turn to Mark and kind of say, hey, we got to scale this up. We got to start producing keys instead of grams. And we kind of brainstormed together and got to a point where we took this to market and we just gave it to friends and families and said, we think this compound is great for pain management and you won't get high. And so that's really the, you know, because my, my parents are afraid of cannabis. They, they don't want that high. They've always grown up. They told me in high school when they caught me smoking pot, like, you're going to be, you're going to drop out, you're going to do this and that. And that's just the way they grew up. But yeah. they'll take these gummies because they know it's not going to get them that high. My dad's our goal. My dad's a high school principal from the 80s. Ronald Reagan, say no to drugs. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is Mr. Anti-Drug his entire life. Three fused vertebrae in his back. Takes a half of one twice a day and lives his life. And we have had hundreds of people say, man, I've got a bad hip and I don't, I can do it. I can live or I can take it and go to bed and sleep. But it's, it's kind of the combination of both of us that make it magic. And it's not just our product. Like every factory we go in, we try to automate it so that you can eliminate that human factor. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, we we really want to build a CBD facility from end to end that no one's done yet because we need consistent CBD to take it to the next level. We need sure. great isolate, phenomenal, and it can't be made in a batch. Can't be made in you know half of these scary places. And some of them are amazing places, and and some of them here in Utah are amazing places, but. The industry needs a new standard and it needs a CGMP facility from end to end for Delta 9, for, for every single one of these. Yeah. We, we need to take it to the next level. And 
and we'll do it. Somebody will come to us and say, hey, we want to we want to be the big isolation guys. There's such a void in the market. I I mean, we probably know five guys right now that would buy three to 5,000 kilos a month if the facility existed. Yeah. You know, we all, and we were looking forward to the one in Oregon being that facility and we bought a lot of product from them and some of it was great. Some of it was crap because the inconsistency of the starting of quality product. people, right? Yeah. Well, because they didn't automate their systems. Well, so it sounds like they don't inconsistent and different. So well, they have, have no same. standard operating procedures. Well, even yeah. if that's, they do, that's in the, the, in the they, pharma That's industry. the lowest level requirement. And a lot of them don't have that. No, but I mean, just like pharma. Yeah. Well, you, even if they do, right? Like Advil isn't made in a continuous process. It's made in batches and that's totally fine. You can make super high quality stuff in batches, but you need meticulous pharma level controls if you're doing that you need qa oh, yeah. and qc that's unparalleled oh, yeah. and that's of course not evident in the we don't have industry. that yeah if you apply that great do batches but there's other ways to do it like what the nutraceuticals do what the right. smaller people do that's totally fine you can do it this way and not be that anal about it and still be safe still be continuous still be uh consistent and that's the most important thing and kind of going back to what you were saying that is why we chose hhc because it's not magic we saw people doing da we kind of looked at each other and said this is you know, we bought two keys and one's clear, one's not. Like this is crazy. We we can yeah. we can fix this problem very easily between the two of us. But we're engineers. We're not salespeople. So we're not going to go out and say, "Hey, buy our D eight. We'll say we'll make sure your D eight is safe. We'll make sure your consumers get stuff they can trust, and it'll be the same thing each time. Well, that's a, exactly what you're talking about before. Because I mean, when we're thinking about the individuals, their R and D is, "Hey, I made this shit in my garage. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, got me pretty high. Get you high." And we're going past that. Like, I haven't been high in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lie. I got high a couple of days ago. You lucky bastard. But, <laughs> Thanks for wrapping it in. But, but the thing was is that typically when I use <laughs> cannabis, it's not to get high. It's to elevate either pain relief or creativity. Right. Right? Th- those are the things that I use it for. So I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I use my cannabis for. So I'm not getting to that point where I'm so far gone. Like I've just done a ton of dab. No, no offense. Oh, none. He's a big none dab taken. guy. But you know, I, I mean, I just I don't get so far gone. Yeah, so. you don't. Yeah. You, I mean, because you have such extremely high tolerance. But <laughs> it's even for me. Like you know, for years of using cannabis, and now, like I mean, I took one of these, and I felt really good, and it just continued. It went for such a long time. I would say around eight long. hours. Yeah. Well, we, awesome. we get some good that's the thing I've read is that HHC can last for up to 12 hours on the experience. And the, well, it, yes, it can. The, and one of the better features that I really enjoy is the shelf life. We can get three to five years. So HHC, so, on so your Delta gummies? 9, D- Delta 9 itself is super unstable. As yeah. A, we, we, we made 90% oh, yeah. Delta 9. We pull it out of the oven and it turns purple. It just oxidizes yeah. instantly. But the process, that's why margarine has such a great shelf life. That hydrogenation process is the chemical process yeah. that gives things a better shelf life. And so the HHC, the gummies, everything in there, it stays as HHC. It's not like a, a butt of weed where if you leave it out for four it, years, you come back, you, it's all CBN. Yeah. That won't happen here. Well, that's what I read is um, how HHC naturally occurs is in the oxidation from THC over to mm-hmm. CBN is that you will find HHC, but obviously. Yeah, like, very tiny. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool, though. And, and D9, I, well, THC, you, you see it all the time. You go into the store and it's you got some beautiful colors and then you got these dark ones and then you got some skinky ones and it's like i mean it's a science problem and a manufacturing issue but it's also wants to degrade right it wants to just kind of naturally so this one's this one and and, yeah have you guys vaporized or like done hhc as i have it doesn't hit quite as hard with vaporizing i found it's a it's it's almost gone within 30 minutes from what i've seen the experience yeah it was it was really surprising yeah and i don't like the taste personally so we don't put any terpenes or anything in there it's just pure i was gonna say you don't even taste any of that so we can um, i mean we've we we've done all of these if you taste it raw does it have a flavor profile then is just the it does i mean honestly it i would say it tastes kind of chemically in a sense because i've had pure delta 8 pure delta 9 pure yeah. cbd i'd say it's closest to cbd cbd when i've vaped it before just almost tastes like plastic like it doesn't yeah, taste very good to me weird. and this is closer to that than the sweet taste that you get from delta 8 or delta 9 okay huh but you you know if I somebody mean, you know if somebody cool. wanted to add terps it's you know obviously yeah, yeah. does um 
Wow, my mind. So, um, does it change to obviously when you take normal THC, it changes to delta or eleven hydroxy? Does HHC change to a obviously maybe a different compound as well when digested? There's no actual science about around it right now, but it does seem like it does change to just follow the same metabolic pathway as delta as delta nine does, but the rate of metabolism is different. Is it also like a five times stronger potency when it's digested through your like? I mean, I'm an engineer, right? So I'll I'll never come out and say I know. Not specific, (laughs) but is there like guesstimated of what they're hypothesizing for? Not not enough science around HHC to know. And that's a big part of the problem here because I I can tell you what I've seen, what our people have told us, what they've done. Yeah. In the end, it's all anecdotal. Yeah. We we hate that when somebody says, oh, it's great because I tried it. Okay. Where's your science? You know? Yeah. That's the consistency. Everyone's endocannabinoid systems. We'll do a blind, we'll do a double blind study. We'll tell you exactly what it does i mean we would we want to we want to yeah i mean we love the israelis because they've studied it so much oh yeah we've got a great friend over there that's amazing and whenever we run into a bind we call him and say man what is going on and he's like oh i learned that in the 70s and of course he's got a double phd research they have on it it's amazing it is it's sad that we're so far behind right well we are but we're not we funded a lot of it since 98. Yeah, just not yeah. stateside. Yeah, so it's like, so it's still, we still have the data. We're just too dumb to read it. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's that. And then, you know, I mean, you got China over there with Wuhan. So we funded both of them. Okay, well, China can read, so. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole we don't have. <laughs> but, no, but yeah, it just, it really does come down to that. What is your consistency? What's your science? And a big part of this, you'll notice it's 10 milligrams, as you mentioned. You, yeah. you won't find another 10 milligram HHC product on the market. The lowest we found is 25 milligrams. And that's because from what, I mean, I've done a, bl- a blind test myself. We haven't, you know, done it officially or anything, yeah. but these gummies for me hit more, more, more potent than the other brands, 25 milligrams. And from what I understand, that's just because we don't put any adulterants in there. It's a hundred percent HHC, no other cannabinoids, no terpenes, nothing. And a lot of these other companies, they go out and white and outsource their HHC production, just bring in something, read a COA, and as you know, who knows what's in there? It's all white labeled. Yeah, yeah. This is we control everything. You've got to have quality. You got to have quality start. Yeah, you know, it's you got to have a good plant. It's no different than the, you know, the D nine or a THC. You've got to have quality from the very beginner. You got to have a grower that knows what the heck he's doing. Yeah. And and we got to work up the chain and not a lot of companies, you know, a lot of companies tout that they're great at it, but where's your science? You know, where's the people? Show us. But I mean the industry is just so nascent still, right? We've still got a long ways to go. And uh, it's exciting in that realm. Yeah, and the other side is it's looking at like that's why when we talk to people, like we get local people around here and I've got family and they're like, hey, you want to try this? I'm like, yeah, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> and they go, uh, I don't know. I got it from a friend that I'm not touching it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, come on. And I'm like, dude, I, I treat this more bougie than I would for chocolate or food because you don't know what you don't know about it. And that's a big problem. And where we're talking, like where Brandon invested into it and I came on a CEO, you got this. I mean, he's he's a country bumpkin potato farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, we've been potato farmers oh, for dear. me and my dad. We've I know how to for... grow everything. Yeah. I can do it all. And then he's just like, okay. And then I'm like, well. But he didn't even grow it. He had a grower come in to grow it. Yeah, and that grow didn't. And I went who through. Who was uh, one of the Hells Angels. Yeah, it, well, he, he knew. <laughs> We've him. heard this story before. Right, yeah. It, it just, they, there, was no, there was no consistency. Nobody knew what was going on. And especially when I started asking, because I came from the supply chain logistics world at that time. And uh, I was just like, okay, cool. What's your cost per plant? How much water are you using? What's your electricity over there? What's in the soil? Are you testing everything? And he's like, yep, yep, yep. I'm like, cool. Can you send me that? Yeah. I need to see that to be able to understand that so we can look at profitability margins over here. And he's like, well, don't worry about it. We got it all under control. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And yeah. the more I started digging the more I understood that he didn't know what he was doing. It was literally like how you would see construction guys picking up Hispanic dudes over there at a Lowe's or a Home yeah. Depot at five o'clock in the morning saying, do you guys want work? Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing what they're doing. There's more going, research I did and I'm yeah. like, what about this? What are we doing at this? What's these levels tested at? Are we testing this? Yeah. What's this done? Just like, well, we'll find out. 
And the guy would just be like, oh, uh, he danced uh, around I'll it. get yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. cool, no, we need to know this. The plants are growing. How are we supposed to gauge this and gauge like all of this if we can't track this, this, that? Like, well, it turned out yeah, there to be are in the... guys that are doing great. I mean, Oregon, uh, Washington, totally. are, you know, some of these grows are phenomenal and they do the science, but the, yeah. There's just not enough regulation for these newer companies coming out. Not enough regulation. Yeah. Because they're thinking that I can just make quick cash. So yeah. that goes back to what you were saying, those signs that say smoking unregulated THC is bad for your health. I would love to smoke regulated THC, but where yeah. the hell is <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Who the hell is making these well, regulations yeah. and where's your bar? Because yeah. stop setting it so fucking low, yeah. obviously. And that is a problem for us because this one is not legal in Utah, right? I because noticed that. you have 11 states that have said they don't understand it. They don't know how to tax it because it's on the hemp side. So, well, and Utah's illegal. pretty bad on the taxation side. They're, they they need to pull their head out. They don't understand it enough, and they need to bring in other states that have been able to conquer that one. Because I mean, it's a great way to be able to for, to subsidize the the government, right? A great way. I mean, look at Colorado. Oh yeah, amazing things that they did. They don't even have really great weed. It's okay. It's fine. It's, yeah. fine. it's okay. There's some Oregon's, good ones in there. I think Oregon's done it the best, especially with HHC. They've and all these cannabinoids. They created a whole new kind of column. So they have uh, recreational and medical cannabis. They have hemp products, and then they have adult use cannabinoids now. They, wow. they just did this this past year, and they're making a whole board for it, a whole regulating agency, and that way now they can tax it. It's not a cannabis product. It's not a hemp product. It's an adult-regulated use exactly. product. Exactly, and the idea like is alcohol. to get it away from children, but because children might need CBD, and that's available yeah. for some children, but these other ones, hemp-derived, can't be. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. You could have cannabinoid, cannabinoid profiles that are designed specifically for children with mm-hmm. specific ailments or needs that aren't... I mean... That's and maybe the future, there, right? Yeah, that's maybe there amazing. are, and that's what I'm hoping for. Like, I've talked about with this with Jesse for years, is like the future of cannabis should be, okay, let's look at your endocannabinoid profile. You have deficiencies here, here, here. Okay, cool. Well, these cannabinoids and terpene profiles will help with this. So we can build you a gummy, a strain, a tincture, whatever, that's crafted and designed for your ailments your endocannabinoids yeah. sounds like some star trek shit yeah. it does but like so, that's it what it should be <laughs> like yeah but i mean it's so it, it really is and that's you know talking about what you just said mark you know, they're just so behind the times and the only reason why is because they don't treat it seriously honestly yeah. the the government doesn't treat it as serious as they should be and i mean we could say you know it's big pharma trying to suppress it is in some sense, but it's more on the side of, well, the consumers aren't educated enough because if you can, if a, if a consumer is more empowered, they have the actual science, but it's been put into layman's terms and it understands towards their day-to-day interaction. If he did a double blind study of taking an Advil as opposed to a cannabinoid and they took care of that pain and that problem, like I, I rarely will use ibuprofen. Mm-hmm rarely now and i won't take pain i haven't i haven't touched an opioid and and i was during that time i had uh shoulder surgery knee surgery and my doc was giving me lower tab tens filled for 30 of them every mm. friday wow Jeez. like the my the doctor's office saying hey you've got a, a whole script and i had a shoebox full of them yeah. and i just could i after a little while i couldn't take them then fast forward a bunch of years later i get a tooth reconstructed i broke off a piece of my tooth and uh, they're like, yeah, come on in. They're like, you want the gas? I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yep. They're like, why not? And I'm like, because I just smoked a joint out in the, in the driveway. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good here. And I was like, let's do this. And he's like, uh, you're going to feel pain. I'm like, do you understand cannabis? He goes, no. And I'm like, take it easy. That's Go why ahead. you yeah. smoke another joint. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> seriously. I'm like, oh, hold on. It's going to be painful? No problem. I'll just yeah, get yeah. that. But it really did. It, it took care of the pain. I didn't feel anything. And even after, like I went towards uh, a a teacher after that one, just cause you know, you don't want to inhale, suck in or anything right. like that when you have certain type of dental work, but still no pain. Mm-hmm. And that dentist was absolutely shocked. He's like, so it took care of all that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need to take all these other things that are going to constipate me or oh, put yeah. tons of chemicals. Like, My grandma who's had the, had those chronic migraines. That yeah, yeah, you were telling on, me about She that. got onto um, fentanyl before, before we got her off and I started making her edibles because Unfortunately, it was like, yeah, you can't get anything legally Mm -hmm. here and you're not going to go out and I don't know what you're going to find. And I don't know if you're going to find a good quality or dosing or anything. So I dosed her for a year and a half. 
Yep. Did all of it my own because I'm like, no, I need to make sure that you're taken care of. And then finally, so she hadn't used it for maybe a year, year and a half, hadn't touched any cannabis because it went away. And she just started getting those again. And she just used this, um, that one super delicious flavor, Which uh, one? CBD, the one that's... Ooh. Yeah, that stuff is rough, but yeah. it's so good. But I gave her the capsules, so she oh, doesn't taste she it. She didn't taste it. But she just took one of those, and one of those in a day would make it go away. And at one point that we should say is we don't just limit ourselves to In our company, we only make HHC. We build complete systems for D9 and for T8 because we want to help those guys yeah. be consistent too. You know, so if You're there's companies the out there struggling on their extraction system or how to make, you know, get it clean and get it consistent, we love to help those guys. You know, we don't do it for free, but we love to help them because well, we want to raise the whole industry up. You We're know, trying if to we build a better industry. Yeah if, yeah. if everybody gets consistent, then it can be, you know what you're buying. You know the difference between ibuprofen and Tylenol. You know the difference between, you know, material grown in Oregon and material grown in Colorado, and it's consistent all the time. We need consistency. We need automation. I would love to have 20 great chemical engineers with nothing to do because I could stick them in plants right now, right? Get educated engineers in there helping the guys like you that learned it on your own. You know, you know it well enough that you sit down with us, we could build you an automated line that you dump it in one end and out the other end comes a perfect product every time. Oh, yeah. We need 100%. that across the yeah. industry. We're doing it with HHC, but we need it across the industry. So, you know, those guys that need help, we will help them. We're, we're, we'll we're put that available. information down below. Any way we can be able to get yeah. in contact with you guys to be able to help out? Because we have a lot of cannabis brands that listen to us, we'll not just show notes. here in the States, but all over the world. So we, we know that that is something that is definitely needed and, and more so for the consumer side, because it's exactly... Once you become more educated in cannabis, you start becoming a little bit more bougie about it, right? Yeah. It's not buying the box wine mm -hmm. right. on the end cap. It's, oh, you know, I want to yeah. know exactly what am I buying, whose feet smash this, mm -hmm. and how good is this going to taste, right? That's that's the way that cannabis needs to be seen as, and, and you know, we get, we get shit, I get shit from my family, like, oh, you're a cannabis snob. Yes, I am. Yeah. Because I want to know what I'm consuming. I want to know what I'm feeling. And, and that goes twofold, I mean, especially when we're talking about that, where we got our audience listening. Uh, we'll put down in the show notes how to be able to get this Wendy Jane and what it could be for a definite, just a change. I will say, so, so far, it's been... How many uh, have you had? Six. Okay. Uh, today. Yes. Okay. This morning. Roger um, that. Yeah. So I would say I feel really clear-headed. Like, this has been Do you probably, feel your body? Yeah, but I have a lot of chronic pain. Um, I still feel my body, but it is more relaxed. And the sharpness in it isn't quite there. But it's still only a little bit in. I would wager, give it another hour, and it might be a little bit less pain. Um, Your tolerance is so high, you're is. probably, like, people with low tolerance get it in 15, 20 minutes. You're probably more an hour. An hour oh, yeah. Plus. 100%. I felt it. you're blown away on how long that you'll be amazed that you'll be going oh my gosh this is you know it's three o'clock in the afternoon wow that's, yeah that's well and see i always gauge for me like um uh, a product is how often i feel like i need to use it mm -hmm. how often do i feel like i need to go back like if i use a pen if i'm puffing on a cart god it's every 30 40 minutes i feel like i'm taking a hit on my pen because well, those are candy well, and I don't actually get into a lot of the actual stuff because right. it doesn't, it's not enough for that. You know, I also thought about because those, there are instances where people have those anxiety inducing moments where they took too much cannabis or they were stupid and ate a whole brownie yeah. from their buddy that was like 200, 300 milligrams, right? Or that guy who ate a whole nerd rope yeah. and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But this would be a really great way. Say you've gone through a, a decent long tea break. And you want to ease back into cannabis and you don't want to jump right into going like, what's the percentage on that, that cart? Like 87, 92. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'll smoke that and go right back into panic mode. Yeah. Like this is a great alternative to being able to slowly get back into cannabis. I would say this is a great, almost like a, I, I, I always use that term. It's almost like a prophylactic of being able to protect yourself 
uh, while you're going back into it to be able to allow your system to accept more cannabinoids on a very, very low level and then get back up to your peak. I mean, if Brandon never did a tea break. I have for like 24, 48 hours. No, and I've done, I've done 30 out. days <laughs> no, and yeah. I've never run out. <laughs> That's hard. So Wendy went to, I think you guys had Brooke on your, on one of your yeah. podcasts. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wendy, oh, yeah. Wendy went to her, one of her things down in Vegas and Wendy never knew that marijuana nickname was Mary Jane. And so we just started laughing our butts off. And then we're like, well, let's try Windy Jane, a little better alternative for these people that just, you know, or to the, it, HHC is amazing at helping you come off and take a break. It kind of is on the other side of what you're saying, rather than uh, when you're going back into it, from what I've seen, one of my good friends from college, you know, we just dab all the time. He he was always kind of just floating around and then he kind of hit, caught, hit, the real world and you got to stop doing that basically you got to have a job he has a girlfriend getting a wife soon and now he kind of is weaning off but there's all those withdrawal symptoms where you have yeah crazy nights of sleep you get you're not hungry anymore you get you're sleeping at odd hours it's all all these terrible things these gummies help a lot with that kind of stuff because you still get the very cool kind of intake but you're not getting the high help and with you can live the your stress life. and everything else yeah. so um, obviously with like THC and that in really small doses, it can help with anxiety and stuff like that. Is this something that you have seen even anecdotally that people get anxiety in higher doses at all? I haven't, I, have I haven't seen it. We haven't, no, no, we haven't no. had that as feedback and we've had people like a lady at the show. She took one or two and didn't know it. So she ate the whole bag. Right. Yeah, it still wasn't extreme. Was the classic had it one, didn't like, feel it. Guess I need more. Yeah, yeah. Do- dosing's a big deal to us, and we want to mm-hmm. see better dosing across the. Yeah, board, we we talk about that all the time. Dose, you get it. But dose that's it the out. other thing is it's it's incredibly hard to find a dose because everyone's tolerance is different. Everybody's like, tolerance. Yeah, you're I feel like there different. needs to be a better starting dose mm-hmm. um, for most products because I feel like that. 10 milligrams is not a good starting dose. Yeah, we're thinking about making a 5 like, milligram gummy. This might be, but as far as like THC, where people yeah, get times. anxious and that, yeah. and you're like, okay, so they've never taken a cannabinoid, and 10 milligrams is your starting dose? Yeah. But there is no... It gives them a bad experience. Yeah, and right? then they're and like, they oh, this is terrible. This is a scary drug. I don't want... And you're like, it's dosing. You're not going to take the whole bottle of Advil. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think uh-huh. that it's good because those, that market's very niche, right? Most of the people that go to dispensaries have been smoking, and now it's finally legal, so they're going to continue smoking. Yeah. It's not people that are starting to consider getting into it, trying to find some info and details. And most of those people, the only reason they would do it is if their buddy hands them a pen. They're yeah. not going to go to the dispensary for the first time they ever want to try weed. Yeah. Now they're afraid to because they yeah. it's overwhelming, and you have no idea. Yeah. And so this you- is our target market. In reality, is the soccer mom right? The one that just got five kids running around going crazy and yeah. just needs to take a little edge off, you know. Yeah, needs be to be present. able to go shopping without going crazy, you know, or or <laughs> yeah. running around. It's 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 it it is an amazing. He has made an amazing product in and of itself. Not to brag about it, but no, Brad, it is. Good. Yeah. It is That's a cool. great one. To your horn. Yeah, you definitely should because if you're going to be able to put into this on the very scientific level to have a consistency on it, absolutely should be bragged about because in a world where we are all consuming unregulated and very inconsistent because we've we've tried so many different types of carts and flour and it's always just all over the board. So the legality side, where is this not legal? Um, So... State by state, some states are regulating Delta 8. Very few states are regulating HHC. Okay, good. it's not very big out there. Yeah. But the way that they're regulating Delta 8 is by creating a classification of regulations, basically. They're either lumping it with cannabis or they're saying it's not a hemp product. It's not a cannabis product. You can't do it. And that's what they're saying for Delta 8. But because HHC is kind of in the same category, the assumption is HHC falls under that, too. And so, but is uh, it an assumption right now, or is it actually like it's a not law? written in law? Okay, okay, so good. The federal law is that it's compliant. It's okay. a hemp product. The the uh, 2018 Farm Bill very clearly states any cannabis sativa less than 0.3 percent THC is considered hemp. Very okay. clearly. And awesome. So, so 
but and you're still not allowed to sell it in like it. 10, 11 states, yeah. I think I saw. And so so those states have regulated the Delta 8 side of it. Uh, Utah is actually one of the only ones that if you go on the cannabis board, it lists HHC. It says uh, it on there, but okay. most of them are basically just saying these synthetic or semi-synthetic cannabinoids are a no-go. Maybe we could put down in the show notes like all the states that we know we that those yeah. are, are illegal in right now. It's on their site. I'll just pull it and we'll yeah, throw it in the yeah. show notes. If you it's order it from that state, it's going to say, sorry, we can't ship the okay. to that yeah. state. And but, it is really tough for the consumer because you can Google, is HHC legal in my state? And you'll get different answers from different websites. Well, and there's other brands out there. There's one brand in particular, and I don't think I'll drop their name because I literally can't remember it right now, but they advertise a ton on there. And the way that I, I don't like about it is the way they talk about gummies. I don't know the name, but I know who you're talking You know about. who I'm talking yeah. about. And and they'll say, oh, is smoking weed too harsh on you? Well, then eat these edibles. Yeah. And people who don't understand edibles really need to be able to do their, their research on that one because, it, yeah, smoking... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for a very long time. And that's and if you don't know how to counteract that, that's a horrible ride for somebody who is not understanding it. Which we're finding 90% of cannabis users don't know how to counterbalance their high. Yeah. They're most like, of them oh, don't. you just have to buckle up and you're in for the ride. And it's yeah. like, have you ever heard of like CBD? Yeah. Have you ever heard of like drinking lemon juice yeah. or trying peppercorns or anything else We've tried them that all. can bring down your oh, high? All they do is sit in the couch and their head shaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why why experience that? You can change that experience and make it better. Education, right? We got to educate them. That's and, what it and, is. And bring them in a lot slower, you know, with mm-hmm. something a little mellower us, or D8 slow. or just go slow, you know, take it easy, you know. Well, and, and that's what I really like about what you guys have created. But more than that, I really like what you guys are doing on the regulation side of being able to not necessarily like, look, we're in a world where there's no regulations pretty much. So what what's the best way to be able to beat that? Have higher standards, have Where's higher standards bar? of productivity, Yeah, standard, uh, higher standards of, of product and uh, not productivity of, of being able to create a better product. Right. Across and, the board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and when it does go legal nationwide, it'll be better products across the board. And, yeah. And so, you know, these guys that want to build facilities or want to get in the industry, hopefully they'll build to a better standard because it's, the technology's here. We can do it. Yeah. We can do it right now. You know, we could go in any building in the city and build you a end-to-end automated line to make whichever product you want. Yeah. But you got to build it at that high standard. You don't have to spend a hundred million dollars. Like half of these guys do, because you you're going to go out of business. You're yeah, you're going to yeah. lose your shirt. You know, spend five million dollars on somebody that knows what they're doing, and if not us, somebody else. There are great engineers out there that know how to build these systems. It's just we all kind of got trapped into, oh, it's cannabis, so it's got to be expensive, or it's uh, you know a German-made machine, so it's worth four times the amount of money. No, you're it's like it's not BMW. Ridiculous. It's yeah. just yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that kind of ties back into the CBD plan that Mark mentioned we're trying to make. it's It really just comes down to that quality control because you, I mean, Coca-Cola, for example, they go to the sugar farms and they train their farmers on how to, how to make their product. They're not oh, yeah. paying them. They're, they're It's their own cost, but they know that quality goes into their product and it's very important. We actually don't want to build a facility for ourselves. We will if nobody else does. We want someone to step up and build a facility. The amazing thing is, is the pricing too. Like CBD, you know, what was it, eight thousand dollars, and now it went to one seventy five, one hundred seventy five dollars, and back and forth. And you go build a hundred fifty dollar, hundred fifty million dollar plant, you will never break even at two hundred dollars wow. a key. The business wow. model worked when it was ten thousand dollars a key. But, but guess what? If you yeah. use the same equipment from other industries and you build an automated system, you can make a very healthy profit margin at two hundred dollars very healthy, a very successful business and have consistent product all the way through. And the grows are the same way. That hydroponic facility in Arizona was amazing. And the cost was a fifth of what these guys are building it for because, you know, they go buy grow lights from. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta get the best. It's ridiculous. And you're like, you can get these same, like basically almost the exact same lumens and the same quality. 20 cents on the dollar. Yeah. And you're like, why pay that? Yeah. Why are you spending five, 10 times as much yeah. to start your business when it's not needed? Right. 
And then that hurts yeah. the rest of the industry. Your overhead, your margins, everything. And everyone else is like, oh, shit, well, we got to be in the same market. And yep. The biggest part there that we've seen, and it's really why the industry is the state it is now, all this low quality, crappy D8, all this kind of stuff is because you don't have money left over after that to maintain quality. So you, yeah. you shuttle slip. all the money there and the consumer yep. gets shunted away. They, good luck to them. Well, and that's why we have such inconsistency of brands. I mean, that's that's what companies want. When you bring up Coca-Cola, like, you know, I was thinking about McDonald's. McDonald's actually puts so much into, they only buy russet potatoes mm -hmm. from Idaho, and they have to be a certain length. And if they have any blemishes, they're completely just jettison. Yep. Even though they're good potatoes, like, nope, high quality, high standard. Yep. There has to be a consistency, which is hilarious. The McDonald's is going to have such a high quality and high standard for a consistency of a French fry that is cooked to perfection for you. And sold less than a dollar. Yeah. But it's the same yeah. French fry here as it is in India, as it is in Antarctica. And, and which is yeah. CBD, Because I will say my everyone. French fries from McDonald's in London tasted like cabbage. Hmm. What? Well, it is British. It could have been what exactly. you smoked before you went in I there. didn't smoke anything <laughs> at that age. I was at an age that I didn't partake of anything. So. It, was that, it yeah. was that impact. But it, it goes back to the, to the cannabis industry. If you have that same type of consistency for your products, you will have that same consistency of consumers that are going to keep coming back to you. Now you're being able to lower your cost per unit over time right. by being able to have the right systems in place like you guys are able to help provide, then also giving them the right guidance on products that they can buy. Just It doesn't have to be name brand. It can be the brands that are actually going to last the best based upon what you guys have experienced. There's just a consistency. You're going to build a long-term market. When we look at it, what, how many billion dollars are they estimating the cannabis industry by 2030? Uh, CBD is 29 and a half, I think. And that's CBD. Just CBD. Not just CBD. <laughs> Imagine that right now. I'm, I'm calling out to those manufacturers of any type of cannabis brand. What if you had that same consistency for your products? What if you were able to develop that one? What are you going to do for that? Because for me... Like, this is one of my favorite ones. It was a long time ago, and I was talking to my wife, and she says, you know, Advil's better than the Kirkland brand of ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, they're the exact same thing. She goes, no, I swear by it. And so that goes back to it. You know, I'm, I'm a marketing individual. I'm always thinking about that. What is going to convince the consumer? Well, the consumer convinces the consumer. So if they believe it's the best product, it will always be the best product. We have cart brands that we absolutely love, and we're like, Never ever do they give us an inconsistent feel. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I will. I will. If anything else, I will buy that cart. Right. Is it more expensive? That's fine, yeah. because I know what I'm going to get from that. I you wish that it. that was yeah. the exact same way. And you know, if if you're listening to this or you're watching this, uh, you need to go check out Wendy Jane. Uh, we'll have the link down there below, hey. and uh, you, you guys need to go. Not just check this out. Buy it. Uh, oh, help out with they're those delicious they're amazing honestly i think it's worth checking out if you want to function or your stay-at-home mom stay-at-home dad whatever like these things would be great oh they're dope or even if you're at work like this is so clear-headed and just relax like takes that edge off you could still get everything done i think the only negative part was when i was playing a video game i just didn't want to play it anymore <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm just yeah. so I'm well, just know, gonna go do something else. Weed makes you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you gotta do a little better at the video game. Right? You know, so it was just I was I just felt really happy on it. Like my wife's like, hey, you want to go shopping? I mean, I know it sounds stupid. It's like, no, it sounds like a great date. Let's go. That's She's fun. like, you yeah. okay? And I'm like, yeah, I eat one of these. She goes, do you see half? And I'm like, no, I just popped the whole thing. And she goes, oh, you know, you're a little sensitive to that. As a man a, that wants to go shopping, that is a whole new level of <laughs> food that, shopping. That is like the best. Oh, that's the best recommendation we've ever got. Yeah, because yeah, my right? wife, she knows I don't like going. Oh, I hate shopping. I absolutely hate. But I was just like, yeah. She's like, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, "We haven't tried that before. Let's try that out. <laughs> Let's try that out." She goes, "I like you on this." I'm like, mm. "Oh yeah," but it's it's just a really consistent. And I and I've done it twice, and I felt great on it both times. And if I wanted the ride to be over, I just took a, a large dose of CBD, high quality CBD. And I, within about 10, 15 minutes, I felt a little less. And I was like, ah, cool. But it didn't go away completely. It's a just little a less nice, relaxed? No, just uh, it, the, for me, what happened is, is that it, it started to get more and more. And I was like literally too relaxed. 
And for me, I don't like being too relaxed because oh, I'm an edgy guy. Oh. And I'm always constantly like, I, I need that edge. But if I'm at home, if I'm chilling, this is great on a movie, especially if you don't want to watch a movie with the family because you're just like, I don't want to do that. Hey, go eat one of these and you're going to feel great because it, it did. A lot of people say that sleeping, like Wendy, the that was my wife. My you wife. You know, Wendy yep. takes one every night and she slips. I, I can turn on the TV. I can turn on the radio. I can play a video game. She's out all night long. She loves it. And, you know, we we never make claims like take it for sleep or anything like that. We say, yeah. give it a try. See what it does for you. Take a small dose. Take it a little more. Take yeah. You know, ease yourself into this thing and give well, it a I started try. two different times of 20 milligrams before I jumped to 60, so... Yeah. Well, and and the great thing, what we learned today, if you're going on a tea break, this is a great product to be able to try out. Yeah. That's Or if you want to get off alcohol or opioids. That's true. It's a great way to do it. And, you know. Yeah, I helped the family member with that. Much cleaner. So if you're trying to quit, you know. Maybe check yeah. out some of these. This is too many for something these. lighter. I wouldn't quite say it's weed light because that's Delta Eight, right? You got yeah, yeah, yeah. From that, no, is this is a bit more just bit mellow. Different. Yeah, mellow yeah. is a good. It's word. very mellow. It's it's not it's not too intense. It doesn't get to that point where it's too intense. Yeah, if you ate the whole bag, I mean, one, you hit yourself with a hammer <laughs> because you're an idiot. Uh, yeah. like I don't understand people doing that. These are delicious. What? I would have eaten the whole bag. I you can eat the whole bag, but I'm saying, you know, it's it's just typical with, with new cannabis I just consumers. Didn't know how the cannabis we'll hit me. Twenty five so. milligram ones and then you can take the whole bag. If yeah. I had known what the experience was like and that I would have taken all hundred yeah. milligrams. But right. because I'm not familiar with the compound, your products right. or anything, I'm like yeah, I'm going to start with 20 and yeah. see how it and feels. that's the best way to do it. I mean, that's kind of what we tell people, too. If you're a brand new user, take half a gummy. Chances oh, yeah. are you won't feel it, but that's fine. Just do it again tomorrow. Exactly. And take one. It's like it's so much better for you to not feel it mm -hmm. than it is for you to go, man, I was, it was way too much. Yep. Right. And then you're like, okay, well, I didn't feel that. So now I can take a little bit more next time. And that goes back to what you mentioned earlier, where a lot of people think edibles is the best way to start. Really, it's yeah. vaping or dabbing or something, because mm -hmm. you can, maybe not dabbing, but you can control the dosage. You can mm -hmm. have 0.1 gram, like 0.1 micrograms at a time. Yeah. It's very, it's it's much more main, maintainable, I would say. And you can kind of wait. And the experience in, comes out. down faster than exactly. it does with edibles. So, you know, you're not in it for three to eight hours. You're in it for 30 minutes to Two hours, depending. But your on... grandma's scared of that, right? right. Your grandma no. or my dad is scared she to was. death of smoking, right? She so... won't. Yeah, my grandma won't smoke. Yeah. So uh, I'm from Utah. We're won't. like yeah. fifth generation religious people from here, right? And so of course it's very taboo. Right. My parents they won't ever smoke. They won't do any of that. But I now have gotten both my mom, my dad, my grandma to take cannabinoids huh. in edibles or tinctures or something like that right. for pain chronic right. pain has been the only thing that's been their thing for that because they don't take medicine for anything it sucks to get old too yeah yeah oh, yeah. You get, yeah it you does get those pains and a little bit of relief well you don't want to admit it either once you look yeah. in the mirror and you're like that's a lot of gray <laughs> shit uh, yeah we're but all it, getting there and okay. i i agree I, I always tell people especially with within the 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 common faith in here in utah um, I mean, I'm, I'm involved in that one and I actually get more people converted over there. They're like, oh, I'm going to try an edible. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. You're going to go buy yeah. a half gram cart and you're going to meet up with me and we'll go through this and you're going to get over this feel that yeah. you're doing something wrong because it doesn't say Marlboro on the end of that. And right. so, you know, I was a former smoker for years, especially in the military. Military goes hand in oh, hand. Yeah. Right. Is this like, especially during, you know, diff different times you served in the military during the eighties and I served it in the late nineties. It's, it was so common. I don't know what it's like now. It's probably just all vape pens. <laughs> yeah. And I wish and we would have had these cause I was in uh, school and they, we, I mean, packs and packs a day. If you got them, smoke them. And they passed a law. I think Clinton passed the law that they eliminated it in training and they came down the barracks and dragging trash cans. Everybody had to throw their cartons of cigarettes in. Holy oh, cow, yeah. that was a rough two weeks. Yeah. Because you got a hundred guys that all of a sudden stopped smoking. All Jones. It would have been great to have anything in there to give them it, some relief. It would have probably yeah. done me better. I remember after boot camp, I mean, you couldn't have any smokes. And then yeah. all of a sudden we get over there to A school 
over there in Great Lakes, Michigan, or Great Mistakes, Michigan, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And I got a pack. And the first hit, I was like spinning and felt sick. And I'm like, I should stop doing this. And the other guy goes, don't be a pussy. Get another <laughs> <Yeah>. one. Right? <laughs> so it's like, it's so weird. But it it's because of those negative connotations from smoking cigarettes for so long that people are like, oh, I'm... I'm I'm very adverse to it. That's bad. Yeah. Nancy Reagan's in their head. Don't use it. They just say no. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so much better. But again, using something like this, extremely mild, helps you to feel that one. And right. it's just a great game. But there's just so many different ways to look at any type of cannabis product, especially this. Keep it into your, your like little pharmacy cabinet that you have. Like I have my bag where I know everything is for, that's for headaches, that's for nausea. That's that's for energy. That's for sleep, yeah. right? So it, that's it, for a little, little bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is for me to chill out. This is right there at the bottom of it. By going, look, I, I've got stuff to do today, but I've got pain, or I'm just not feeling amazing right now. I need a little bit of an edge off. This would be a fantastic product for that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. And if your guys need help on the other side, we're we're always available to help. We we love helping people. We I talk like to this, anybody. I mean, we, we, it's it's an education game. That's all this this whole thing we're doing is because these things have always been around, but nobody knows what they are. And now we got to tell people they're available. They're safe. They're they're something you can use to deal with the issues that you're having every single day, and you didn't even know it was there. Yeah, and you just have to trust that what it is is safe. And I'm not saying trust anyone. You got to find yeah. someone trustworthy and then go forward. And keep doing building the science so we have that data so we can yeah. reach your dream of. I custom. think that would be amazing, but it's you know it's <laughs> sky dreams. That's <laughs> where that's I a, want it to get. That's pretty to, cool though. You, you step know. into a booth and they go okay, and you come out of it and they've got a cart and a gummy made for just you. Gas the booth and you walk out nice and toasted. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I like that. that. <laughs> I'd be I can, down with that. I can make you that. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. Okay, well, so check out the show notes. Uh, you want to be able to get in touch with these guys to be able to help out your facility? Fantastic. Go over there. Check them out. Well worth it. Second part. Check out these buy the edibles. Yeah. yeah. We'll have the link Definitely over there. Go that. there. Buy them. Check them out, uh, especially for those family members who are just a little bit more skittish about trying it, but they're like, hey, you seem like you're having a good time. Actually, if you're that. super anxious, this is probably the best thing for you. Yeah. I would check it out because you don't get the anxiety that can no. come from an edible. This is like none in your head, so you're very clear. You don't have... I can kind of tell. Like You, you can feel well, it a little bit. I also puffed on... He had that Delta 8, Delta 9 pen, uh. and that one puff... I mean, it's not a puff. It's much oh yeah, you had it in the Zenco, yeah, definitely. But that, like, I can already feel the difference, and I was like, oh man, that's really well. The combination, so clean, consistent products, so clean, make great products. Yeah, because I am. I've been a hard no on Delta Eight since. Yep, uh, since we tried the last hand because the last ones we went to the last cannabis event here in Utah to a year and a half ago, something like that. And there was a bunch of companies giving samples and stuff. Tried a bunch of them, and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like this at all. This is a horrible experience. I don't think I would recommend this to someone. Just filthy. And then all all these other people are like, oh, I love it. I'm like, that might be your jam. It is not mine. Yeah. 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 All right. Needs to be clean and consistent, no matter what it is. Right. Clean and consistent. All right. Well, you guys heard it here. Check it out, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Awesome.